It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mate, to say it's been a week of extremes uh, for West Ham fans, I think, is an understatement. We've gone from the high of going to Spurs at their backyard and beating them, beating them well as well. I thought we played really well second half, you know, first half maybe a bit iffy, but second half certainly better side by quite a long way. I thought we played really well. So then Riley getting absolutely trounced by Fulham. Um, I've got to be honest, I'm going to be, I, I did not see that coming. I, I, I was very confident. I did the preview um, on this channel um before the game, uh, mate, and I I predicted us we'd win 2-0. I, I was confident. I was actually looking forward to the game all day. I think I can't wait for West Ham to play. I can't wait to watch this game because I'm going to watch West Ham win. I was looking at the league table thinking 27 points. We're going to be sitting sick. Can't wait for Monday to walk into work. And then we got hammered, mate. Absolutely battered. Um, fuck, what happened, mate? What happened? Uh, I don't know. All, all I know is um, I entered into a Xbox Live chat with my mate last night. He's a Manchester United fan. We both agreed that football was off the cards uh, when <laughs> yeah. it came to talking in that chat. But mm. I mean, to be honest, I, I have to disagree with you. You say that you didn't see it coming, but I have to say mm. I did. I think that we were incredibly lucky against Burnley um, to, to get that last minute goal. Um, mm. Probably should have won against uh, Brentford. We missed some key chances. Uh, Forrest, I thought we were very lucky again. Uh, and to be honest, mate, I know we had a decent second half performance, but we were lucky against Spurs. They absolutely tore us apart in that first half. And if they had mm. the same ruthless and clinical sort of uh, finishing that Fulham had, I think we would have been in a similar situation. I think this result has been coming for a very long time for West Ham, which to be fair, though, we're not the type of team that normally gets beat 5-0. We're the type of team mm. that gets beat 2-1, 1-0, maybe every now and then 3-1. But we are not the 5-0 type of team. And that happens to a lot of teams to be fair, a lot of teams can get turned over 5-0. Um, even City, you know, 4-4 with Chelsea. Like, we're not we're not that sort of team at the moment. So I will, I will put it down to maybe it just being a bad day at the office. But at the same time, like, when you look at... There's this saying in football, isn't there, where you, you're playing well, but you're not getting results. I feel like we're not playing well, but we are getting results. That's kind of how mm. I see us at the mm. moment. And yeah. I think Fulham was just a real sort of eye-opener as just, as just how bad we are playing. And to the fact that if teams are a bit more clinical, I mean, 
you know, we go on to the defending, mate, because it's something we held each other uh, West Ham for last season. But the defending was awful. I mean, that first goal again mm. just switches yeah. off completely. You, you know, the ball's going to be coming into Jimenez. That is his bread and butter. You know, getting that the ball in the air, heading the ball, and he, mm. he switches off completely and, and just allows Jimenez a free header. The second goal too easily passed across the, the face of goal. William slots it in. Third goal, I think we we lose out on a header in the for a corner, I believe it was, to toss in Adarabayo. Mm. I mean, you know, Zuma's got to be stronger there. The fourth goal, bit of a one to go on the fifth goal, was just complete laziness, lack of desire. So, you know, Moyes might have said that at half time he thought, oh, we're not going to concede any more goals, but the team didn't act like that at all. And I think five is probably quite fair in the end, to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's difficult. I mean, I, I think it's going the, the Tottenham game. I, I don't know. Like, I know what you mean. I, I don't don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it was a great performance first half, but I don't, I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't say that they were. I wouldn't say we were absolutely getting peppered by them in terms of Fabianski was having to make save after save. And you know what I mean. I I actually thought we defended okay. I think we. I don't get me wrong. We didn't offer much. We didn't offer anything really out there. I thought some of the players were poor. But like you say, we're, we're not necessarily known for a team that can see many goals. We do t- well, we've not been great this season, to be fair, keeping clean sheets. But when, you're right, we don't get hammered by teams. We tend to be quite tough to break down, quite organised and, and quite a decent. Moyes is quite known for that. Um, hence why I was quite shocked by the result. Now, the reason I was, I, I was quite confident going in because, and this is what's really irked me, that the, the scoreline actually doesn't annoy me so much. I know that sounds a bit crazy because it affects 5-0 and it, it's, it's embarrassing but that's not the most thing, thing that annoys me. And even the defeat doesn't really annoy me in a sense because I think, well, that's, that's football that happens. You know, you can't can't live in the mindset of think we're going to win every game and be really fuming every time you lose a match because it is tough. Premier League isn't easy. I mean, Tottenham, sorry, just battered Newcastle 4-1. They, Newcastle lost 3-0 to Everton before that. Do you know what I mean? So and, and Newcastle, you consider quite superior to us at the moment. So mm. football is tough. You know what I mean? I'm not suggesting that we should be winning every game. But the thing that's really annoyed me is that we went into that game on the back of Manchester United losing to Bournemouth, Brighton drawing at home to Brentford. You've got, oh, was it Brentford? Burnley. And it's, it's some results in that in that um, mix that we really went our way. You know, t- uh, Newcastle lost, obviously, to Tottenham. I know that was after. But these games all went our way. Chelsea lost to Everton. Why do we never take advantage of it? Why do we always bottle it when we get given an opportunity by everybody else going yeah all the teams around you have lost if you win you literally leapfrog about three teams this weekend and you're sitting in a lovely position and it's almost as if we we just go well no we're not we're not up for it that's the bit that's really pissed me off but would you would you say there's a lack of desire then in this West Ham squad to I mean we've got Europe three years in a row at the moment is there maybe maybe if we you know had this was our first year of our first chance to get Europe I mean you saw Mm. how well we dug in for that yeah. first year on the Moyes when we got Europe and we sort of fell off a little bit, but we still dug in quite well in the second year. And let's be yeah. honest, the third year, we didn't deserve Europe. We got it because mm. we won the trophy, obviously, uh, which I guess you could say is deserving in itself, but it's much harder to finish mm. sixth in the Premier League than it is to win the Conference League. Let's let's be very yeah. fair here. Yeah. Um, do you think there's maybe like a lack of desire at the moment from the players to, you know, they've kind of been there and done that with Europe. They're still in Europe at the moment. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd say it's been like a lack of time because of that reason. It's almost like a lack of, lack of bottle. Do you know what I mean? Lack of, lack of lack of that. A lack of come on, let's go and do this. It's like where's the where's the where's the hunger? I mean, I, I do think that, that Moyes has got a point in terms of virus. I know it sounds a bit of a weak, feeble excuse, but I mean, I get that that has an impact. Of course, it would. If if, if most if your squads are running down with virus, I get that it's going to have some form of impact. And the fact we've only played a couple of days earlier, I get there's a few circumstances there. I'm not saying there's none. 
But let's just talk about a couple of things on it, Riley. Like, yeah, I, I do think there's a bit of a problem in terms of the attitude. I don't think it's right. But this bloody defence of ours, are we overrating it, do you think? Because I, I'm starting to suspect that our defence ain't as great as we always seem to make out. Like, oh, we've got brilliant. Zuma's a wonderful, what a brilliant player he is. Best centre-back outside the top six. Ooh. And then you've got a Gerd who we rave about. Oh, what a brilliant player. But I, I mean, he's continually making errors. Mm. I'm starting to suspect that we haven't got the best defence, really, that we seem to think we have. Because we're leaking goals all the time. I mean, to lose five bloody goals against Fulham is quite alarming. And... I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm quite concerned about it, mate. Uh, in terms of defence, what are your thoughts? Do you think that that is a, a big, big problem? Or do you think it's just a case that they're just not quite quite at it, but they w- it will click? I, I just don't know. What do you reckon? Well, I think the defence has significantly gotten worse since Declan Rice has left. I mean, that's the only catalyst I can put in here as to why. I mean, look, this is the same back line that played last year. And I have to say, we were fairly good defensively last year. That The issue was we weren't going forward enough. We weren't creating mm. enough. But we lost goal. We lost games narrowly, and we just didn't look very exciting. We dug in too much, you know. We, we got too many men behind the ball. Um, now that Declan Rice has left, we're leaking goals left, right, and centre. And you look at the, you know, the the first goal, for instance. You'd expect that in the 80th, 90th minute. How are you not switched on already? When it's like what? What was it like? 15, 20 minutes in the first goal mm. for Jimenez. I mean, yeah. again, you can if you literally just watch again. He's sitting there looking at the ball. He's sitting there. Then Jimenez just makes the tiniest little run behind him and then it's too late. Jimenez is the right side of his marker. Mm. Again, is nowhere to be seen and he's meant to be the big physical centre-back that you would put on Jimenez. It's just it's just stupid. Like, How can you switch off that early into a football match? And then the Willian goal, again, you just get a bit of back and forth and he's let to go there. No one gets out quick enough for that um, mm. Harry Wilson goal. Yes, it's a wonder goal, but no one gets there quick enough. Mm. Um, we lose out on a header to tossing out a bio, you know, very strong from corners. And the last one again, I mean, you put, I mean, yeah, to be honest, the defense for me is just is leaking too many goals. Um, mm. I think that probably we we give away the ball too much, which does put a lot of pressure on the defense. So I will, I will be quite um sympathetic there. But I think when you look at the individual defenders, Sufal's not the best defender. Um, mm. Emerson is is okay. Again, he's hit and miss, and Zuma mm. has he has his issues as well. But I think it's probably a team issue that is reflecting how poor the defense is, as opposed to the defense just being really really bad. Yeah. Um, it, it, but it is really tough. I mean, you know, what, what do you think about Moyes' substitutions as well at half time? I mean, we're losing three 0 and he brings on Ogbonna, who at best this season has looked past it. I'm really oh. sorry to say, I love Ogbonna, but I think he really does look leggy and past it. And he brings on Fournells, who is incredibly defensive. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is where David Moyes is really starting to piss me off, mate, really. Like, I, I just cannot understand, right? I, and the reason I bring this up, and I feel like I'm sort of making a good point here, but actually X mentions this earlier, right? Is that why on earth, if, if you know you've got a virus, you've got a problem in your squad, three or four of your players are not well, Alvarez couldn't even make the squad, so he was completely out. you got Emerson that's knackered. You've got um, a few other players that were apparently affected. Apparently, even Moyes was affected by the virus, right? That is the perfect opportunity for that manager to go, right, do you know what? I'm going to bring some of the academy boys through today. Say say to the press straight away, say, I'm picking three or four academy players today. We've got a team that are unwell. Unfortunately, we've all gone down with a bug. I'm resting a few of the players. I'm going to give Ollie Skulls a chance. I'm going to give, and, and I'm not going to put, and at the end of the day, we, we say to the lads, look, no big pressure on you. Appreciate it's a Premier League game. You want to do well, of course. You want to go and perform and do well, but ultimately, you're playing because we've got a problem with the squad. 
and and at least then, if we'd have lost three or four nil, you could have turned around and said, Joe, you know what? I'm really proud of the lads today. They went out there, they fought hard. It's tough out there, but they got some great experience. And I think the fans would have clapped them off the pitch and went, Yeah, don't worry about it. We draw a line under it, and we'll go again against Wolves. Why doesn't he think like that? Why is he... No, I'll tell you what. I'll go to fucking Aaron Creswell, who can't wait to leave this club, who's not interested at all. Oh, I know. I'll put a bonner on, who's 35, barely run. I'll get him on. Like, and you've got all these academy boys that are desperate to go out and play. I just don't get it. Like, I just don't understand why he keeps doing this This bollocks. Why is it like... Um, oh, you know, he's experienced. Premier League experience. We see it all the time. Danny Ings. I put, you've got Mabama on the bench or Ings. I'll go for Ings, because he used to play for Liverpool once, you know six years ago so I'll put him on it just does my head in like I just and that would have been a perfect example and also it saved Moyes in effect because the fans would have probably went yeah fair play gaffer you put some lads out we love seeing our kids go and play and look yeah we did lose and that's fair enough we'll, we'll, we'll take it on the chin but the fans are pissed off and, and I get it because I'm annoyed and, and I'm sick of seeing these old players mate Do you know I mean four nows that like Sick of seeing them now because I hate saying that about players that have done a lot for our club you know Creswell's done a lot for West Ham been here nearly a decade but I hate seeing them come on the pitch now. Do you know what I mean? They don't look up for it. They don't really look like they're really, You know what I mean? You can see their heads have gone. They're just thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here soon. I just don't know why David Moyes don't see that and think, yeah, you ain't playing anymore. Like, you're, you're desperation. If I really desperately, you're the last on the list I put on. But unfortunately, mate, they're still first on the list. And um, yeah, it's really <laughs> wound me up, as you can tell. But yeah, that, that's my feeling. I, I totally agree with you, mate. I don't understand why there's this whole thing where you could put the kids out in a cup competition and if you lose, you lose. But mm. if you do it and you lose three points in the Premier League, oh my God, it's like everyone just goes into pandemonium. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I mean, you know, we at the end of the day, right, Fulham's best team is their mm. best team, whatever it is. Um, if we put out our team, we lose to Fulham. Bearing in mind as well, we've got the fact that we've beaten Spurs in the week to, mm. you know, you would have thought you lose to Spurs, you beat Fulham. So we've already kind of got the idea that mm. you know what if we lose this one it's not the end of the world like we've got a, a mm. surprise result at uh, Spurs in midweek so yeah. tell you what this yeah. game even if we lose we're going to lose with our heads held high you know yeah. everyone yeah. talks about Ange Postacoglu and says like oh do you know what he never changes his style you know he's always going to attack 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 and mm. yeah maybe it will get you a few odd results and maybe it will get you a few beatings but at least he's got that statement to stick by you know, yeah. what, what does Moyes gain? And and do you know what, as well, what really pissed me off is he, he spoke as well. Half the time, I don't actually think he realises what he's saying to the West Ham fans. He said, mm. oh, at 3-0 down at half-time, I just said, don't concede anymore. I'm like, you've got 45 minutes to go in a yeah. football match away at Fulham. You've got all the talent in the world on the bench. We've proved time and time again we can score goals. Why on earth are you not saying to them, do you know what, lads? We're 3-0 down already. What's 5-0? Just go for it. Do you know what? Yeah, let's get yeah. some youth on. Let's get Mubama on. Let's whatever. No one gives a shit. A West Ham fan does not care between 3-0 and yeah. 5-0. We don't care. What we have to care about is sitting there and watching 45 minutes of shit football and then another 45 mm. minutes of shit football because mm. you don't want to go out and attack and actually show some fucking desire. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, why are we 3-0 yeah. down? Just, just, do you know what? Just go home. Like, If you're going to say no more goals at 3-0 down, just forfeit the football match. You lose three 0 anyway. I, like, I think that's the point, mate, isn't it? That is the point. David Moyes doesn't get it, like West Ham. He it's, just, it, it, it's like Allardyce that the penny won't drop with them. Like, like West Ham fans love to see. All we want to see is effort. Like, it's all we want to see. Like, I don't care if we go on that pitch, right? Give if we give a hundred percent, every player works their nuts off, and you lose four 0 I go, oh, they'd be clapped off. Everyone, would go fair enough. You dug in, you worked hard. It didn't happen. You, you just you're beaten by the better team today, but. 
And also, they, West Ham, we love our academy boys. We love seeing them get on that pitch. We love it. Like, why is he ever going to just, the penny going to drop? Why do you think to yourself, right, oh, I've got a problem with my defence. Oh, I know, let's get uh, let's get Creswell out. You know that guy that was desperate to leave in the summer, who's been sulking ever since, who can't wait to leave? Get him on, that 35-year-old. Like, when you've got a young lad, Noddy Skull, sitting there going, didn't I come on and get man of the match for you, like, in the Europe? It's like, as you say, mate, it's like, because it's a cup game, it's like, yeah, I can't risk it in the league. Why? Like, mm. why can't you do it? He'd have been, and I'll tell you what, what's ridiculous is, the fans wouldn't be on Moise's back if he'd done it now. Like, we'd all be going, fair play to him now. He, he gave the lads a go. Didn't quite work out. Look, we'll, we'll learn from it. We'll, you know, we'll be back fit on Thursday. We'll go for it. And he just doesn't, it's crazy. For a guy who's so experienced in football, he's so bloody naive. And yeah, it's, it's really frustrating, mate. Really frustrating day. Bad day for West Ham. And as you say, and what's so bloody frustrating is about it came off the back of such a great moment beating Spurs. I mean, we're all euphoric. We all felt great. I, hence why I was buzzing for Sunday, to be honest. I couldn't wait to get back on the pitch to see West Ham play again. I thought, oh, we're going to be right up for it. So it was a real kick in the teeth. Um, but, mate, look, we've, we've moaned, we've whinged, and we, we know how angry we are about the situation. And I'm with David Moyes. I don't want to be too negative um, and drag it on and on. I just want to get playing again, and hopefully we can get back um, to winning ways. Thursday, of course, big, big game now. It's, it's the the group decider who finishes top. How are you feeling now after that? Are you, are you, has your confidence waned or you still think now nah, we'll get the job done on Thursday? Well, I think if you look at our results, uh, they speak for themselves. If you look at our performances, then they also speak for themselves. Like I say, I feel like at the moment we're not playing well, but we're getting results. We're grinding mm. out results. And, you know, Fulham, I think, was just an example of us just being, you know, I, I get Moyes says that we're tired. And, and, and I think a lot of people aren't sympathetic enough to football players in the sense that, mm. They're not just playing 90 minutes, you know, they're they're running around for yeah. two, three hours before the match. They're, you know, getting on the treadmills, they're getting their muscles stretched. I mean, people don't actually realise. I mean, I'll tell you what, mate, you go for a 20 minute jog right around the block every couple of days and you tell me how sore your legs are and how, how burnt your body is. Like it is a lot harder than people think. For the, the, When people say, oh, players are tired, they don't mean mentally tired. They mean like their body is physically just cannot do anymore. So... Mm. I've got all the sympathy in the world for the fact that, you know, our players are tired. But like you said, if your players are tired, rotate, put the kids on, you know, yeah, try right. and get a few more players in there. Well, even Riley, and even like you've made a good point there because you just said about 20 minute run, right? And I've funny enough used this analogy recently, like someone was, I was having a bit of a debate with someone on Twitter about it, right? And I was saying, well, because he was, he was going, oh, because I said, you need to learn to rest players more. He's like, oh, what are you going to do? Play the kids every week? And I went, no, no, no. Like, I mean, like, Certain games, when we're doing okay, or even if we're not doing okay, just even if it's the last 20 minutes, take Paquetta off for 20 minutes. Just say, I'm going to take you off at 70 minutes and I'm going to just make a change. Just to give you that that 20-minute gap will help you. That will help you keep a bit fresher for next week. It just gives you that breather. That's what Moyes doesn't do enough. I think even against, I think it was against Arsenal and Palace, we did one sub in each game. It was four hours and he came on the last five minutes. So all those players, you know, bar one that came off with five minutes to go, played 90 minutes of football. And then we played the same team again, same squad as players. And he's not rotating. That's the problem. And this is where, like, and then he's saying, oh, they're all exhausted. Well, there's no bloody wonder they're knackered. Do you know what I mean? And no doubt he's got, and because we've got this big game on Thursday, he's going to have to play a strong team. So he's going to have to play his first team pretty much again because we've got to get the result over the line. So, and then we've got Wolves again on Sunday. And let's be honest, it's another big game now. Got to play our first team again. So, yeah, I get it, mate. I, I think that the rota- rotation is the issue as well, a b- big problem. And you, as you say, it does have a bloody impact on these players. And So, yeah, you're right. There is a bit of sympathy there for them. There is, but there's no sympathy for me for Moyes because mm. you've got this big squad. You know, you've got people like Corne, Ben Rama, um, 
you know, there's no reason why we couldn't, if we're having trouble in midfield, recall someone like Flynn Downs back to the team. There's no reason mm. why we can't recall, you know, Freddie Potts and get him a few minutes. There's, you know, with Barmer on the bench, Ings, you know, we've got yeah. so many players. Um, Mavropanos as well. I mean, he basically only plays if there's an injury. Uh, Tilo Kera, where the where the hell has he gone? You know, he was brilliant last yeah. year. Yeah, um, yeah. I just don't get it with Moyes. I just think, no, like, I don't, I don't get it. You I sit don't there and complain it, that you haven't got enough players. You sit there and complain that that you know they're they're tired and that the fixture congestion's too much. And then you know you're winning a game comfortably, or or maybe not. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. If he if he subbed off our best player and we're winning uh, one nil, and then we mm. concede, I get it. You know, I, I do get it. You probably get it in the neck for it, but. I think there've been many a time where it's pretty certain. I mean, what was it? Was it three nil against Arsenal at mm. one point? And, um, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, in the cup game, yeah, 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 yeah. Like we were doing brilliantly, and um, mm-hmm. you know, he just he just kept every single player. And you think, yeah, you I know. And you think this is the time the now, exactly. And Arsenal rested players that game. You know what I mean? Because Arteta knows he's got. If I'm going to rest Saka, I'm going to rest Rice, and if I need them, I'll put them on. Like, you've got to use your brain a little bit. And I don't get me wrong, I'm delighted we beat Arsenal. I'm not knocking that. And I'm glad we went for it a bit because I did want to turn them over. There's nothing nicer than turning them gets over. But, but like, you can see what they're doing. But this is where Moyes is coming. And like you say, like, there's better options available. Like, why is he not looking to that academy? But, mate, it's very frustrating. Thursday's a big, big game. We've got, we've got Wolves coming up. You know, look, if, if we if we win on Thursday, which I suspect we will, personally, I'm quite, I'm relatively confident. Just because it's Europe, I think something like you said, I think there's, I think West Ham in Europe seems to mix quite nicely. We always seem to rate, rise to the occasion and do, get the job done. And I do think we will. Um, well, bloody hope we do. And then um, Wolves at home on Sunday. So, um, obviously, we're going to be doing match previews for those, matey, for the uh, both games. It's going to be uh, interesting. Obviously, we'll do our score predictions then. But ultimately, mate, are you feeling? Do you, are you confident West Ham will bounce back from this pretty quickly, or can you see this being a a real knock uh, going forward? Well, I, I think the virus, to be fair, has probably put the squad on a bit of it because you don't really rest do you, when you've had a virus. Like, mm. you know, you, there's no telling how long it will be till they're back to their best. I think that you know you would have seen that performance and it would knock the stuffing out of us a little bit. And and like you say, there seems to be that lack of desire at the moment. You know, no one's coming to that. Uh, that game on Sunday and, and and grabbing it by the scruff of the neck and saying, "Look, guys, if we get three points here, like we're we're where we expect to be." But even yeah. Moyes himself doesn't have that desire because he says, "You know, finishing sixth in the league, like I don't think we can do it. I think it'd be too big an ask." And it's like, listen, I can say that as a West Ham fan, but you're the head, you're the figure of West Ham. You cannot sit there and say, oh, "I think sixth is too much of an ask" when we've just finished mm. in the top. You know, bar last season, we just finished in and around those spots for the last two seasons and won a trophy last season, you can't come out as a manager and say, I don't think we're going to finish sixth. It's just too out of reach yeah. for us. Like, you can't say that. And I think no, that goes no. in turn with us having the lack of desire. Like, do you reckon Moyes is going on Thursday and saying, guys, if we win this, we're top of the group and we've got so much. But do you think he's going in there saying that? Or do you think he's going, oh, you know, I guess I'll have to play you and all we've got Wolves on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't know if there's that dressing room that's like, let's, you know, let's go out there. We finished first, boys. We escaped that difficult game with the Champions League teams coming down. Mm. And, you know, we've got a better chance of winning this thing. Or do you think Moyes is saying, well, lads, you know, don't matter. Don't matter what we're going to do. Like, I, I, like don't, it just, I don't know. I honestly don't know what he's saying in that dressing room because I no. can't imagine he's, he's riling them players up to win the, the Europa League. If you don't think we can finish sixth in the Premier League, God knows what he's saying about the uh, Europa League. So, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm not confident at all, mate. I think that uh, we've deserved a 5-0 for a very long time. And, um I wouldn't be surprised if we went on a little a, a poor run at this point. But, you know, mm. I, I, maybe I'll feel more positive on the day. 
Yeah, I think it's one of those, isn't it? It's still a bit raw, obviously, being that it was only yesterday, the results. So I think that we're both feeling a bit like that. I, I, I'm personally, I'm, I'm going to try and best and draw a line under it and look forward as quick as possible and hopefully take Moise's comments and take them as... Re- I mean, obviously, I'm still annoyed by what he's done, as we talked about in this video, but take it as like, yeah, look, it was a bad day. We had this virus. It's all gone horribly wrong. Let's just draw a line under it and move forward. Because if we look, if we can beat, win on Thursday, win on Sunday, and all of a sudden the mood will change significantly, we'll be mm. top of the group through there, and then we'll be feeling much better. But it feels like a big opportunity missed against Fulham, and we've we've blown it big time. And we've got knocked our goal difference as well, which didn't help, especially in a tight, congested fight for Europe. So, but look, mate, it's not the end of the world as, as well. I, I don't think we, you know, we've we've been in a lot worse positions, but. Look, we've got oh, to hope yeah. that, that 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 result is a one-off and it bloody well better be. Because I'll tell you what, if it doesn't, mate, the pressure is going to be significantly on the manager. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.